Ho, 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 horror fans. Welcome back to another Christmassy episode of... High on Horror. Today we will be talking about the film Better Watch Out, which is from... I should have looked this up. <laughs> Sorry, give me a second. 2016. Are you guessing? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking at the page. Yes, yes. From from 2016, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say it's a kind of a loosely Christmas-based movie. It's, it's not a, it's not Santa by the, the title. You might think it it could be Santa, but it's not Santa. But yeah, we will talk about that. We're skipping spooky stuff this week and probably next week because we are just it's it's Christmas time. Everything's busy. Happy holidays, everybody. I should also say I'm Josh and I'm with Chris and Miles. Hello, <laughs> Miles. I'm not uh <laughs> I've had better interests. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. so this week we're just going to jump right into the movie. So uh, overall thoughts before we actually dive into the story here. What did, what did you boys think of this movie? This movie's hmm. a wild ride. <laughs> it is it weird. Unexpected. <laughs> I literally knew nothing about it going in, and I was just like, yep. this is what this movie is, huh? Okay. Yeah, strange would be how I'd describe it. I didn't dislike it, but I was just like, where is this heading? It takes like double twists. <laughs> yeah. Twists on twists on twists. Yeah, I think none of us had seen this movie before, right? This is all our first viewings. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I think the only thing I knew about it, I don't think I had seen any of this movie, but I'm pretty sure I must have listened to a podcast about it years ago because some things were familiar that I was like, I've definitely heard that this happens in a movie for anyone out there it's kind of like i had a movie that i was comparing it to what is this kind of like there's home alone elements that are fun yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it's like a a psychopath hostage type of movie and it's it's a it's interesting i wouldn't say it's bad but it's yeah it takes some uh Take some swings. <laughs> <laughs> I like. First of all, we've got Gron- Kronk. Kronk. Oh yes, Patrick Warburton, aka <laughs> yeah. the janitor from Scrubs. <laughs> that is not the janitor from Scrubs. It's no, he's not? not the janitor from Scrubs. Not at all. No, no. All right. Well, basically the same person. He's it's the, the neighbor from uh, from <sighs> Family Guy. Yeah. Joe. Yep. Um. <laughs> So yeah, most importantly, he's in this film, but very briefly. Hold on. Everybody hit me with a hey Peter. Hey Peter. <laughs> hey Peter. <laughs> I was going to do I was going to do Lois for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Peter. Hey Peter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But uh yeah, this movie is about a boy named Garrett and uh he's going to get babysat because he's how old? 12? There's no way this guy's 12. No. <laughs> this motherfucker's 17. <laughs> Easy. Him and the ma- him and his babysitter are the exact same height. <laughs> I don't know. Some 12-year-olds are tall, and she definitely does not strike me as over 18. No. No. Yeah. They say he's about to be 13, and she's five years older than he is. So, yeah. it's It doesn't uh, doesn't seem that way. They just seem like they're friends hanging out. <laughs> and it's something that's weird that I noticed right away that I want to know if either of you noticed. I think to make this kid seem younger, they they installed doors in every room of this house with the handle very high up. Did you notice that? I didn't notice no. that. It's like, so it's up to like the kid's head, but it's also up to like, Patrick Wharton's fucking like mid arm. <laughs> it's like nobody's door handles that eye. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this tripped me out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this kid's getting babysat for no reason, and his plan is that he wants to hook up with his babysitter, even though she's five years older than him and he has a boyfriend. Like <laughs> I, I never had a babysitter. I, I just, just left home alone. <laughs> <laughs> me too, actually. <laughs> So his friend's like, there's no way, like, this isn't going to happen. They discuss briefly what would happen if the scene from Home Alone was real, where he swings the paint cans over the banister and it smacks the burglars in the face. 
And one of them says it would knock them over like it is in the movie. The other one says it would kill them. And then they are uh, interrupted by his mom, played by Virginia Madsen. Do you know Virginia Madsen? I assume Michael Madsen's sister? It is Michael Madsen's sister, yeah. But she's a, she's an actress. She's uh, probably, I would say, I'm sure she did like a drama, but for us, the biggest thing that she was in is she's the main actress in Candyman. I thought so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's been in a ton of stuff. She she's gets her a, boobs out in Candyman, and that's the yeah. boob report. I'm pretty sure she's in the movie uh, Prophecy with Christopher Walken, which is pretty cool. Um, but you know what else she's in? She's in the fucking, one of the biggest hit horror movies of 2022, most anticipated of the year, Lady Exorcist. Let's go. (laughs) She plays the therapist. I was like, fuck yeah, Matson in the house. (laughs) But uh, I love that scene where the mom like was just there and the kid was talking about getting pussy. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good scene. That was hilarious. She's like, don't you have to go home? And they're also he wants to smoke. He's like, I got this joint. Let's fucking get blazed. Like you ain't banging your babysitter. It's like <laughs> you're supposed to be twelve. <laughs> Honestly, that kid is real as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's this other dude's fucking ride or die homie. <laughs> he really is, dude. <laughs> or he's stupid as fuck. Honestly, uh, probably both. Column A, column B. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, the he's being babysitted by. Ashley, who has a boyfriend named uh, no, no. Ricky. Ricky, yeah, Ricky, <laughs> and an ex-boyfriend uh, named Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah, I love Ashley how we get the entire things. fucking stable. <laughs> yeah, it's like she has this boyfriend. He's kind of a dick, but her old boyfriend was an abusive asshole. <laughs> so which one's worse? <laughs> so yeah, uh, the parents are going out to like a Christmas party. And he's getting babysat. So babysat comes over. His plan is to watch scary movies with her because that raises your, like, dopamine levels or whatever. (laughs) So, like, it's the same as getting aroused, watching horror movies. Um, He's, like, pop, pop in champagne. (laughs) That's the horn report right there. (laughs) Watch horror horror movies to get horned up. (laughs) (laughs) I'd, I'd love to know what they were watching, too. It was just, like... Random masked man scrapes knife down a wall. <laughs> yeah, when that came on, I looked at my girlfriend and went, I hate it when horror movies have fake horror movies in them. Like, What it, about the blob? With what, the Garden Garden Tool Massacre. <laughs> oh, yeah, Garden Tool Massacre was pretty solid, but like... Stab? Stab. I, the end of the most recent one, Stab turned into a guy with flamethrowers. Like, <laughs> come on. And a sleeveless that t-shirt. So, that was so fucking funny. I love it that. It was hilarious. That was so ridiculous. Anyways, back to back to Better Watch Out, formerly known as Safe Neighborhood. <laughs> really? Yeah. According to uh, this here Wikipedia page, I also looked up the director, Chris Peckover. Literally have never seen anything that he's done. And he doesn't have an IMDb. <laughs> Get it together, sir. <laughs> But yeah, like I said, uh, they're watching scary movies. They're supposed to be ordering pizza. Um, he like, He's popping. She pops a bottle of champagne. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're 12. And he's like, ah, I'll be 13 in two weeks, even though like I'm six foot two. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, I can hold my liquor better than he can. And she's like, the fuck? <laughs> she's like dumping it all over himself and shit. <laughs> Flash dance style. And then uh, they run into, like, a little bit of a suspense. Like, there's a killer on the loose. She gets a, a phone call saying they're being watched. Someone slashed the tires of her car. The The back door was open. They they hear someone in the house. So uh, they're, like, running and hiding. They go up in the attic, and he, like, saves her from spiders. That scene was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure the spider was going to come back and save the day like it was going to land on the killer's face like in Home Alone or something. <laughs> so yeah, they then then eventually after after a bit they find out that the the home invasion is fake. It's his friend. Dude, okay, this is this is the part that I've been waiting to talk about. <laughs> Go for it. What the fuck 
Like, <laughs> we, like, the first time, again, all of us went into this movie not knowing what was going to happen. Up to this point, I was like, damn, okay, this could be kind of cool. Like, home invasion. Like, so far, it's a little camp. But I'm cool with it because they are child, like, indie actors that I've literally never seen. So, like, I don't expect them to put on a freaking Oscar-worthy performance. And so I was kind of looking past that. But then this scene comes up. And Garrett's walking around with a freaking shotgun. And he's got... (laughs) That guy, what, how did she identify the mask? I must have missed that. <laughs> There's a family portrait of like him from like when he is a little kid, and he has a ski mask on, and she's, and then she sees this guy in the ski mask, and she goes, "That's your mask," and it's like from that picture, like, and who the fuck takes a picture with a full face mask? On? <laughs> 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 like he looked like he was fucking robbing a bank. <laughs> the balls on that woman. She comes bursting out of the closet like, take it off. Put that shotgun down. The fuck's the matter with you? I know. I'm just like, your mask or not? Jesus Christ. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, they did have a gun too. So, like, they were ready. That's true. <laughs> I was just surprised at this point. I was like, wait, what? Because then it's like, is there still going to be a horror element to this movie? Or was that it? Yeah, and that is. whole scene, I thought the music was so funny. It completely took me out of it because there's like jingle bells going and shit. I'm like, what the like? If this is a horror movie, this is not well done. Like, there's no reason that this should. On hindsight, it was intentional to break the tension if you knew what was going on, but when you don't know what's going on, it is just silly. Like, there's no suspense to the music at all. It's like Home Alone music. It, there was yeah, no they, moment. That's like the only, besides the fact that it's set at Christmas, that's the only like Christmas element really. Besides like lights and stuff, but like, and they this movie it. could this they movie won't. could not not be set at Christmas. <laughs> like, that's it doesn't true. really. It doesn't have enough to do with Christmas that it needs to, a Christmas title like Better Watch Out. But they also abandon that soundtrack. They just do it for the beginning scary part, but then they go into actually like horror movie music. So it was like, why didn't you just abandon it from the start and add the suspense? Instead, we're hearing, like, I don't, it just felt so like, here they come, it's Santa Claus. You know, it wasn't very, I don't, it took me out of it completely. And then as the movie progressed, I was like, holy shit, I was not mentally prepared for this. <laughs> yeah, because there's an immediate double twist. Because it's the twist of, oh, this was all just a prank bullshit. So your immediate thought must be like, oh, a killer's gonna show up, and then it's gonna be like a cried wolf situation where they don't, she doesn't believe him at first because they were pranking, and this must be a prank too. But no, that's not what happened. Fucking, it turns out that Garrett is a fucking psycho because when she starts freaking out and is like, I'm gonna tell your parents, like, you're fucking going to bed, like, get you, get the fuck out of here, and, and he slaps her down the fucking staircase. And his friend's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> this part was genuinely shocking. I was like, whoa. Yeah, did not expect that. <laughs> and then, yeah, this turns into the reveal that Garrett is like a fucking, like if Dexter was a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, like he's I, like a sociopath. <laughs> I thought for sure at that point this movie was going to be about trying to hide the babysitter's body. Like, she was all twisted up at the bottom of the stairs. I was like, oh, okay, so this is the movie. Nope. Took another well, twist. Yeah, even when it, it keeps taking twists, too, which I think is interesting. But not all of them are needed or... And some of it is like, well, that's quite a coincidence. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, things keep changing, yet he has, he seems to have contingency plans. But at the same time, he just seems to be piecing it together as he goes. So it's like, did you have this all planned out? Or like, Evil little kid Batman, bro. He was prepared. Yeah, he is like reverse Batman. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> hush. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they, they tie up. The weird thing from there is I thought maybe he it would like cut to him like talking to his friend and convincing him or just like maybe beating him up and tying him up too 
But it didn't. It immediately cuts to, like, his friends riding a scooter around his house because he fucking drugged him. He, like, gave him, like, painkillers or something. Moxie. He gave moxies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gave the kid heroin, like. Like, what? I wanted to see that conversation. How the fuck did that go down? Like, I know you just watched me slap my babysitter <laughs> and she fell down. 35 stairs <laughs> and is unconscious dude stair falls and, <laughs> are so much worse like they get worse and worse to watch as i get older like as a <laughs> child i was like okay falling down the stairs like looks painful but not so bad compared to the other stuff you see now as i'm older i'm like yeah that's a broken hip right there oh yeah you ain't getting <laughs> yep. back up from that one. <laughs> that's right i have i've three wooden stairs in my house that ju- it's like th- just a three step down and i'm like every time i'm like when it, especially at like night when it's dark i'm like ooh, i got socks <laughs> on this is this is, <laughs> this is a risky situation recipe for disaster <laughs> <laughs> like god help me if anyone buffs these stairs i'm gonna go down like a fucking sack of bricks <laughs> so yeah they they have this girl tied up and their initial plan, it seems, is to, like, I don't even know, do uh, play, like, truth or dare with her to kind of, like, molest her. And then they're going to drug her so that when the parents come home, it looks like she was just, like, partying in the house. They definitely then, intended rape. They be- yeah. definitely were like, we're both going to rape. That's You should carry the shotgun around so we can both rape later. But then it keep it just it keeps spiraling. <laughs> Everything mm. like new things keep emerging, and the friend is just he's I liked him, but he God is he stupid yeah. and gullible to a point that I don't think any human being is. He literally <laughs> the girl goes, "Oh, you did this," and he goes, "No," and the friend goes, "Well, did you do that?" And he goes, "No, I didn't." And then he go, <laughs> like he goes to like check his phone, and he's like, "Okay, I did it." Like, but you know, it's no big deal. I was going to tell you about it. And it's like, he just said he wasn't going to, t- he just said no. <laughs> like, what do you do? He's I got liked a when trustworthy the, face. When she turned the tables on him at, with truth or dare, was like, you killed his hamster. And he was like, bro, you, you killed mittens or whatever the fuck it was named. <laughs> like, it was, I was like, oh shit, is this the, the weaving web of dissonance right now? What's going on? Nope. Didn't matter. I wish there had kind of been more small reveals like that to be like, oh, this kid is going to be a serial killer. Mm, Yeah. Because, I mean, there's signs like that, like, oh, he killed small creatures when he was younger. But, like, he, you could have had him start revealing shit, you know what I mean? That he, like, fucking killed somebody that we've never met and never seen, and they'd be like, I thought that kid went missing. And be like, yeah, he did go missing because I fucking slit his throat or whatever. Yeah, it did feel awfully practiced, everything that he was doing in this movie. Like, there were very few times where he really fumbled the ball. Overall, it was like he just adapted and knocked it out of the park. Well, he's he's kind of weird. Like, he's, I mean, it's clearly he's a sociopath. But he's also, like, he has a weird demeanor. He doesn't have, like, a like sinister demeanor. Yeah. He has, like, an upbeat demeanor at all times. Very, like, off-putting and strange. I don't know. That's what they say about serial killers. They're like, he was the nicest guy. He was always so outgoing and charming. Confident. This kid had that. Yeah, he was very confident. Like, when he did things, I think part of the reason why you weren't seeing him fumble is he was just like, I'm going to do this, and even if I'm doing it wrong, I'm doing it right, which was also kind of paired up with the adaptability where his plan kept changing as more things got introduced. But at no point did he, like, panic because he's like, oh, yeah, I got this. No problem. <laughs> he reminded me a bit of Light from Death Note. Have you watched Death Note? I watched the live action one that Netflix Oops. did. So, no. <laughs> Same. No, sir. no. He's, a, he's a great. I always, He's a little bit like Dexter to me. And I feel like this kid was kind of like Dexter. Like, it's all, he's got it all mapped out in his head. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's, yeah, he doesn't get flustered because he is, he's thought of all this and he he is smart, clearly. But it just keeps getting like darker and darker, which is kind of like, I don't know if it's unexpected. Like, I've, do you feel like these changes were unpleasant changes to like where you thought the story was going or did you roll with them? There were so many changes back to back that I was like, oh, this is just one of those movies. Like, okay. 
I did. I came in with no expectations. I literally knew nothing about this movie till you said, "Let's watch." Better watch out. And I was like, "What's it on?" Tubi. Okay, Tubi's got solid shit. Let's do it. And this is where I'm at. Is I was just like, "Okay, I'm on the ride now. Here we go." Yeah, I, I honestly, pretty much once the first like plot twist that he had his best friend being the shotgun home invader and then she got knocked out down the stairs i was like okay like anything's on the table at this point like there's no limit to how far they're gonna go on like plot twists in this film i felt like just because well i guess i should say once it was revealed that they had like taped her up and were going to like be hurting her and stuff uh, because when she when he knocked her out, like you said, I I think you raised I think it was you, Miles. You raised a good point where it was kind of I figured that it would kind of be like them trying to cover up that they killed her by accident or whatever. You ever watch uh, Good Night, Mommy? I haven't seen it. I've heard of it though. They remade it in English with Naomi Watts, but the whole premise is these kids don't believe that her mom, their mom who got plastic surgery, is actually their mom. So they like tape her down and they like glue her lips shut but then they realize she needs to eat so they cut her lips off and like feed her and stuff and i was like i really hope this isn't that movie like i can't stand that level of torture like it just makes my skin crawl so i'm glad they didn't go like the heavy gore gnarly direction with this but that was a pleasant like if the twist had gone that far it would have been too much for me yeah yeah that makes sense I kind of, I was, yeah, like you said, I I was here for the ride. I, I, I like this movie. It was just, it's, uh, you don't expect anything that happens to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is good. I mean, that's, I guess that's what a movie's supposed to do. Um, but yeah, they, uh, they're like fucking with this girl a lot. Eventually her boyfriend comes over unexpectedly. Ricky. And like they kind of lure him, him there. Uh, the main guy, the bad kid, he texts him is like, "Come on over." Yeah, but that's like a reveal. Mm-hmm. Like he comes over, and the kid seems flustered. Like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" But then eventually they get him tied up too, and it's revealed. Yeah, yeah, he texted them and yeah. like, "Come over." And he, the only reason he was flustered is was because that guy was fifteen minutes early. <laughs> And he was so much bigger, and he fucked those kids up. It was awesome. I was like, hell yeah. Douchebag to the rescue. <laughs> yeah, fucking Garrett hits him in the head with a baseball bat and starts, like, celebrating. <laughs> and, but then he gets back up <laughs> and and fucking hits him with it and, like, hits him onto the ground. And But the, the his friend comes upstairs with a shotgun. And the boyfriend has to, like, drop drop the bat. And then fucking Garrett hits him in the back of the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> And that he gets stabbed. He also gets stabbed in the cheek with a pen, uh, pencil. Oof. The pencil Which was an interesting mechanic that he Oof. like. The mom goes, "What he doesn't know won't hurt him," and they like set it up like when you're on a trip with school where they put tape over the door. If the tape's broken, they know you broke the rules. But it's like a pencil that they put on the doorknob, so he knew that was the security. So if he was able to like fake the security, he would be able to get away with all of it. So that pencil was an integral part of the plot but he stabbed this guy in the face with it and he did not anticipate that part and that part is the part that like m- brings everything unraveling at the end yep yep they uh the pencil so yeah, he, that they, broke they, the camel's back <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, the the friends having like a lot of like i don't want to do this and he's like now nah, you gotta do this like we're BFFs. <laughs> Go sit down. Don't smoke a joint. Whatever you do. Yeah, don't smoke a joint in my house. So then, yeah. So things keep changing, but he keeps like rolling with it like his best friend smokes a joint to calm down in the living room. But he's like, now this won't work because the house will smell like drugs. And he's like, well, it won't. It, if we get it into Ricky's system here, then they'll think he did this. <laughs> like So they make him smoke weed, and it's like coming out of the hole in his mouth. <laughs> and Ricky was like, I don't fuck with that shit. And it's like, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. Come Nobody on, believes this. Yeah, what are you, square? <laughs> <laughs> and then, then what happens? Uh, 
R- Ricky pisses himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's Can't right. forget yeah, that crucial to, scene. He goes to clean it up, and that's when he realizes his friends is smoking a joint, and that's when all that happens. I piss my pants. <laughs> yeah, he like pisses his pants as like a distraction because the girl has gotten a piece of glass and she's like freeing herself from the duct tape that's gutted at the chair. This that's is when moment. his solution for the weed smoking is to roll the boyfriend out to where he can drop a can of paint on his face. Yeah, he's like, we're going to do the Home Alone thing. And he's like, what are you talking about that? You can, you can't do that. It will kill him. And he's like, no, nah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Which... Spoiler alert, it does kill him. <laughs> but I don't think it would work that way. <laughs> Did that he blow was... his head off? Yeah, but the blood and the paint mixing together was the best part of this movie. It was like ketchup and mustard. <laughs> it was awesome. Like the the paint was clearly a different viscosity than the the fake blood that they used and it just like came together so realistically. That was when I was just like, "Okay, we're in this movie now. Like this is for real." Like these guys had a budget, and then they didn't show shit. And I was like, eh, well, you know, at least that was kind of cool. The The hinting at it was pretty solid. Their budget was uh, good paint and <laughs> okay fake blood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was expended. Yeah. I, did, I did really like the... Uh, the Home Alone paint can scene, though. And I thought it was some funny, kind of a funny callback from the beginning. Yeah, it was. It gets. It's weird. The tension in this movie is weird because of how upbeat and positive the main kid is <laughs> while he's doing horrific shit, and everyone else around him is like losing their mind. They even reference the episode of MythBusters where they realize that a can of paint would, in fact, kill somebody if you oh did. Yeah, well. At the beginning, too, they're talking about a YouTube video that actually exists. Oh, yeah, because he was saying... Where the doctor watches the clips and goes, this is what would happen. You'd get a broken orbital socket and all this shit. (laughs) Yeah, and then they were making fun of Luke about how he believes everything that he reads on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I can relate. But the girl got loose. Like, he swings a paint can at once and misses, and that's when the girl gets loose, and she comes out, and she's, like, got the gun, and she's like, I'll fucking shoot you. And he's like, no, you won't. <laughs> and he throws it, and this fucking dude's head explodes. <laughs> 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 and there's just blood and yellow paint everywhere. And the kid comes down the stairs, like, proud of himself. Like, whoa, what a success. Like, I knew that's what would happen. <laughs> he was really and, happy about it. And the, the like, the blood splatter trajectory of the paint behind him was so cool. Like, I just thought they did that scene so fucking well. Yeah, that was the best scene in the movie, in my opinion. <laughs> also, the Home Alone aspect to it. Like, out of anything that's actually related to Christmas, this felt most the most Christmassy of the entire film. Yeah, I would have I would have I I would have happily welcomed more booby traps. <laughs> or boobies. Yeah, or boobies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking uh, Virginia Madsen, where you at? <laughs> and they did like they did do uh, earlier, they did a scene in The Truth or Dare where it's like I grab you, I dare you to grab her boobs and his arm couldn't have been further from her boobs during the groping scene. Like, he comes up over north here and, like, northeast. <laughs> and he just, like, his arm is just up in the air. And he's like, oh, yeah, how's that feel? And she's like, like, I'm being groped by a 12-year-old. Like, but there wasn't even, like, his palms were on her shoulders for that scene. Like, they couldn't have. That was very poorly done. She's like, that, that's my collarbone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She wasn't going to correct him. She was like, yeah, that's that's it. Those are my you boobs. You did it. You did the boob. <laughs> Another very important thing that happens when they were doing that truth and dare is the next thing is the friend gets picks dare. And he's like, oh, dare me to like make out with her. And he's like, no, you don't touch her. <laughs> like She is mine. <laughs> Which comes back to play later in a very shocking way. <laughs> so... Um, after boyfriend dies, is that when they call Stranger Things guy? Yeah, yeah. His plan is to get. Oh wait, wait. We're skipping the Carolers. Oh yeah, she gets away. Like because she she's Carolers. She goes to fire a warning shot into the air to be like, "I will fucking shoot you," 
and the gun doesn't have any ammo in it. So then she fucking hauls ass, and <laughs> he fucking he tells the best friend to go get her, <laughs> and uh, she like beats him with a chair that that she's still like <laughs> taped to. She's still taped to the chair with one arm. <laughs> So she beats him with that until it breaks and then hops a fence. And and then what happens? He, like, he hits her in the back her. of the head with that the brick, brick that he threw through the window. Yeah. Earlier, and it, like, breaks in half. I was like, holy shit, she'd be fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> Never once does she say her head hurts. Paint can one, brick zero. <laughs> <laughs> I knew a kid who got bricked in the head, and he was out for two days. Like, that chick would have been dead. The back of the head, she yeah. definitely isn't going to be okay in ten years. No. Nope. <laughs> that was, yeah, that's a pretty unrealistic part. But yeah, they get her back inside. They get her tied up with tape and Christmas lights. I don't know why they had to use the brick again. What? Yeah, I mean, yeah, where'd that fucking kid come from? Like, like, why did they need, Why? Uh, like, I'm just wondering, like, when they were writing this, why were they like, we got to bring the brick from the beginning back in and he's going to smack her in the back of the head with it. Like, why not just knock her out with, I don't know, the baseball bat that they used earlier also? <laughs> Yeah, or something Christmas themed. Yeah. <laughs> there there are like decorative things that people put around. Like my family had what they called the rock, which was just a rock that they painted Merry Christmas on and they would like secret Santa it to everybody in the family at one point or another. And, and I it looked feel like, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Not like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> but yeah, it didn't it say like happy holidays on it or something? I feel like it was one no, of those the, things. No, the, the, when the fake home invasion was happening, it was thrown through so the upstairs window and it said, if you die. leave, you die. Because ah, then the, okay. it w- yeah, I mean, we're kinda, we're not being super detailed about this, but whatever. Uh, the, the best friend went to leave at the beginning of the fake home invasion. It looked like he got shot. And then it turns out that they had set up a fucking paintball gun to go off with a tripwire. So it, but it looked like he got his fucking brains blown. That, that was crazy, honestly. When I was watching that the first time, I was like, "Holy shit! They just killed that twelve-year-old." <laughs> um, okay, wait. So jumping back though, the carolers, she gets knocked out via brick, which again, weird, <laughs> weird choice. Um, but. It would have been, I would have appreciated a caroler kill. Unfortunately, this is not that type of movie. The only people dying in this film are the people who come to the house. Two of the carolers have IMDb pages for no reason. Uh, Brendan Clarkin and Tara Jade Borg, who are known for nothing else. They made sure to (laughs) upload their pictures to IMDb just so we knew, just in case. They didn't freaking... The, honestly, they're more prominent than the director of this film. So. <laughs> <laughs> Pop off, Miss Borg. <laughs> so, so yeah, then they call uh, they call Jeremy over, which is the ex boyfriend, which turns out to be Billy from Stranger Things, <laughs> which is the one notable actor besides what did you say Kronk's name is. In real life? Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton. He's great. And the and Virginia Madsen. The mother of Virginia Madsen is like sort of like on the periphery of me knowing who she is. She's in TV shows that I haven't watched but thought would be interesting. Certified MILF is what she is. <laughs> she fucking hates her husband. Yeah, they they like do nothing but like just make the most cutting comments at each other, yeah. but they do it in like a loving way. I know we didn't we didn't touch on that at all. First of all, Patrick Warborn absolutely stunting on Ashley right when she walks in the door. <laughs> Good breathtaking. Yeah, I love that shirt on you. And then on top of that, like he did something in the beginning. I forget exactly what it was, but she's like. Are you the dumbest person I've ever met? <laughs> yeah, he he has like weird ornaments he wants to hang. That's on what it is. Yes, he has like a pair of like red high heels, <laughs> and she's like, she's not putting that on my Christmas tree. <laughs> she's like, have you? Are you sure you've never had a gay experience? That's what it college? was. That's what it was. <laughs> and his response is not that I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was kind of bummed they weren't in the movie more, to be honest with you. Yeah, they were fun. 
Yeah, I, yeah, they could have come into the fucking house of madness. Yeah. And Ben Pons in his plan. Introduce him in the mix. It's the kick in the pants their career needed. Emperor's New Groove 3 coming to a theater near <laughs> you soon. Uh, so, yeah, Billy from Stranger Things shows up. He was told to come around back. And he, he shows up in his car drinking a beer. <laughs> and uh, he he goes out back, but he runs into Garrett, who's just so creepy and off-putting. And he's just like, yeah, she's inside, but uh, she wanted you to talk to me first. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, yeah, she wants you to write an apology letter in this notebook. And he's just like, okay. And he just writes like, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, you got to write more than that. So he like gets him to write this like, I'm sorry for how much I hurt you and blah, 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 blah. Love, Jeremy. He's like, you want Shakespeare? <laughs> I'll give you Shakespeare. <laughs> And then uh, Garrett hangs him <laughs> by throwing a a noose over the tree branch and uh, hooking it up to the riding lawnmower. <laughs> and there was plenty of evidence that that's what happened. There was snow on the ground, and he mowed it. Like there's no way nobody <laughs> yeah. would have suspected. <laughs> I thought that when they when they showed him bringing it back into the shed, I was like, "There's snow all over those tires." <laughs> There's, like, a clean path. You can see exactly where he drove with the lawnmower. They should have put a plow on it. They should have. But, yeah, that's overlooked. That would have already <laughs> undone him, though. That was, like, the first thing that he overlooked, that there's no way the police wouldn't notice that. Yeah, it's December. It's Christmas. <laughs> like, what? Who would be riding around in the riding mower when there's snow all over the ground? <laughs> So you're telling me you don't mow your lawn during the winter? <laughs> that's, a, that's a little Florida joke for you people out there. <laughs> We're from winter-bearing states, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> they uh, yeah, It was literally like it went up to the noose and drove away from the noose and directly into the shed. Perfect evidence that this was a setup. Like, there's... This kid is smarter than this, but I guess it took some ingenuity to decide that the mower could lift the guy's body up. I don't. Well, even I know. mean, they just have to kind of not show stuff because it doesn't make sense logically. Like he would have had to then untie it from the mower and tie it to something else, which right. would have dropped the body. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, movie magic, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Plot hole in this scene, folks. You do Get it see together. the tracks, though. Like, you do see that there's a clear path of where he mowed. Like, he couldn't yep. turn off the mowing mechanism. Well, no, you can shut that off. He didn't. The lawnmower I had, you couldn't... I don't know if you could shut it off, but you could definitely raise the blades. Yeah. Yeah, he left a naked path of no snow, and it was not <laughs> continuing to snow. <laughs> So, yeah, then uh, while this is happening, the girl is basically talking the best friend into letting her go. And he's about to. He's, like, cutting the tape and everything. And then he gets fucking blown away by a shotgun blast from fucking Garrett, who's like, I fucking told you not to touch her! (laughs) Because he, like, kisses her on the forehead. And then he's like, Garrett, what what is the friend's name? Garrett is the friend. Luke Garrett. is the little fucker. No, those are backwards. Is it? Aren't they? Oh, I've been saying Garrett this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> their their pictures on Google look di- much different. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. yeah, Luke. Luke, uh, yeah, he shoots Garrett. And uh, Garrett doesn't act like he's been shot at all, really, besides the fact that he's just not moving. He's not, like, screaming or writhing in pain. He's just like, you shot me, man. It's like, you're 12 years old. You just got shot with a fucking shotgun. My son ran into the TV today and cried. (laughs) (laughs) And that is not a knock on my son. I love him to death. It sounded like it hurt. (laughs) But it's not getting shot with a shotgun. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, you you got what you deserved. (laughs) Fucking shoots him again, kills him. I feel like Garrett was not a very good, like, they should have got a better actor for his best friend. Oh, yeah, I didn't mind him. Yeah, I liked him. He just was—he was just a little samey. Yeah, a little what? Yeah. Same. He was like the same. 
in like too much shit kept happening to where he was like offended and appalled and then like oh okay <laughs> i like, just i think so many times he says this is fucked up and his friend goes no it's okay and he goes okay <laughs> see like luke lerner the main bad fucker I thought that actor was good, but I didn't like the actor who played Ashley or Garrett, which was part of my kind of hang up on this film. Like it felt very soap opera y at points where especially the leading lady, I was like it reminded me of scenes from Terrifier Two where I was like, Oh my god, this is so like the acting is really killing this scene right now. <laughs> I don't know. I thought they were all pretty good, but I mean, I'm I'm pretty forgiving as far as that goes. I I don't know. I thought she was decent, but the kid that played best friend, they did something in this movie that I fucking hate it when they do it, and that's people who smoke weed in a movie who've never actually smoked weed. Like yeah. he was just like, I'm complacent with all of these events that are happening. It happens. <laughs> I feel like it's not quite right. When really he would be having a panic attack immediately when he hit that joint. <laughs> yeah. Especially with this shit going down. <laughs> yeah. They always villainize weed in horror movies. <laughs> they, we need a horror movie where someone gets stoned and saves the fucking world. I believe it's called <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. Yep. Well, actually, no. He got stoned yeah. and ended the world. That's true. <laughs> it, like, he saves the group, but or he saves, like, anyone who's, I think, the, only the chick survives. But, like, again, ends up being the big bad of the film. <laughs> Him and Magmar from War of the Monsters. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I definitely agree with you, though, Miles. They honestly always villainize the weed smoking. Like, think of the Friday the 13th reboot where they're the one guy's like, I've got a weed field that I planted here and put. <laughs> I get, let's go geocaching for my weed that I'm growing out here. And he finds it and then immediately gets hacked in half. Just like, like the, like, are you guys fucking with me? Because I just smoked weed. Like, this is not. I don't know. You don't lose your faculties that intensely unless you're 14. Man. Yeah. Well, those kids 12. <laughs> yeah, it, would, I mean, it, would, it would be a lot more like, I'm not going to lie, I'm tripping the fuck out right now. <laughs> yeah, because this kid was also on heroin, like fucking oxys, and then he smoked weed. Like, this kid should be spazzing yeah, he'd, he'd on the be, ground. He'd be on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, then there's a little, like, scene between... Luke and the girl, and then he stabs her in the neck. And, uh... The end. Goes <laughs> upon his, uh, plan of blaming this on Jeremy and, and making it look like he came in and killed the boyfriend with the paint can and, and shot his best friend and stabbed his girlfriend and all this stuff, all while he was sleeping in his room because that fucking pencil's there. And he he has to like go into his parents' room and climb out onto the ledge and like he's like knocking over the <laughs> the uh, the reindeer that are on the roof, <laughs> which it was weird that you went from murdering the girl to this kind of like something that you'd see and like meet the parents. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he's like. His whole sleepwalking thing is all bullshit. It's something he made up so that he could pull this off. Like, he basically created the need for the pencil. And, therefore, it would be his alibi to where, like, oh, he has to take sleeping pills to make sure he doesn't sleepwalk, and we have this pencil to make sure, like, in case he gets out. We know and he got out. <laughs> that's another missed opportunity. It could have been, like, he sleepwalks, and he walks down, and he kills our fish. Or we used to have a cat, but he killed it in his sleep. Like, they could have gone that direction with it, but they didn't even put any inventory into that at all. No, he's just a psycho. I feel like if they had associated the sleepwalking with him murdering, if it, if it had been aware that he was murdering animals in any capacity, the police would immediately, like, be looking at him if there was, like, a, a fucking bloodbath at his home. He mowed the snow, bro. <laughs> it should have been known right there. 
It's like, nah, that was that was my best friend. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> He's out there mowing the snow. I don't know why he did it. <laughs> he smoked weed. <laughs> he smoked weed, went and got on my lawnmower, mowed the snow, and then put it back in the shed. <laughs> and the roofies, he said, he was like, you'd be amazed what you can get on the playground. I'm like, you bought roofies on the playground? <laughs> At 12 years old? At 12 years <laughs> Who's selling you these things? <laughs> Mr. Johnson, the gym teacher, he was always a little sketchy. Playground goes hard as fuck. So <laughs> <laughs> you're roofing each other's fucking Capri Suns. <laughs> <laughs> That's why people drink Capri Suns. Those the seals are hard to put anything in. It's hard to drug you. <laughs> I'm surfing the wave, bro. <laughs> Dude, alcoholic Capri Suns at the fucking bar would solve so many problems right now. Um. So yeah, then he's like tracking his parents on his phone and they're like they're like pulling in the driveway as he's like climbing on the ledge and he he pulls us off he gets in bed as they walk into this horror show in their house and call the police and they're like oh my poor baby was up here sleeping while all this horrible shit that was going on and somehow the neighbors didn't hear a shotgun go off (laughs) um and he gets off scot-free Except for the fact that it's revealed the girl's not dead. And uh, he looks out the window as they're loading her in the ambulance and she flips him off. Which was hilarious. Also, she put a freaking piece of duct tape over her stab wound. Yeah, smart girl. She saved herself. Look how her hand's free. She was still taped up. Because he let her loose. That was the first thing he did was cut her hands free. Oh, and then he stabbed her? Yeah, then the kid stabbed her. Like, the best friend cut her hands free, and then a bad kid stabbed her. And she was pretty dumb for not stopping him from stabbing her, but I guess that it all worked out for her in the end. (laughs) Did you... And then it kind of, like, zooms out as his mom's, like, hugging him while he's, like, psychotically staring out the window. Did you see the, like, mid-credits scene? I did not, no. No. It it is super short. It's just him at the window, and he turns around and he goes, "I'm worried about Ashley. I want to go to the hospital mm. for a sequel that they never made." <laughs> I don't know, but it's like it's super it short years. too. Yeah, like the scene was very very short to where it's like, why was why did you split that? Yeah, post credit scene. No, there's no post credit scene. Honestly, I feel like in general movies should try not to do post and mid credit scenes. Yeah, Marvel kind of ruined that. Everyone sits through the credits for everything now, and it's super yeah. unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Black Panther 2. Why didn't you have a post credit scene after I sat through 20 minutes of fucking credits? <laughs> yep. <laughs> They're like, don't you worry. can't we... only do mid. Yeah, we... I don't know there's not an end. If you're going to do one, just do the end one. I'm going to stay till the end anyways. <laughs> Just put a note at the bottom that says there is no post credit scene to this film, so I can fucking leave. Yeah. I don't want to know the names of the caterers for yeah, fucking Who are Black the Panther gaffers? Too. I really need to know who the best boy is. It's not because I don't care about the work that you did, but your name scrolling by on a fucking monolith Star Wars style credit scroll is not going to have me associating you and your individual work. Vietnamese special effects scene. I'm sorry, I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> you know what would make me know? If you made a friggin' IMDB like Miss Borg. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, did you find this kid sinister? I know we, like, said he didn't have a sinister air about him through the film, but by the end of it, do you find him to be, like, menacing at all? Uh, I do. I think maybe it would have been easier to swallow or he would have seemed more like, not scary, but like intimidating is if the other, if it was just kids his age, like if it wasn't his babysitter, if it was just a girl he liked was over his house and her boyfriend came over who happened to be the same age as this kid. But no one's going to let them make a movie where a 12-year-old kills a bunch of 12-year-olds. Yeah. 
But, I mean, he's creepy. He's fucking creepy. And he pulls off exactly what he's supposed to. Like, I think his character is very well written to be effective. I thought he was excellent. I was scared of this kid the whole time. Like, as soon as it was revealed he was the bad guy, I was just like, what the fuck is this kid capable of? Like, it just keeps amping up more and more, and I'm like... Holy shit, this guy realized his confidence and murder skills so early. <laughs> Did you find him intimidating, Chris? Uh towards the end more <laughs> so. Like, I ain't no bitch. <laughs> to- towards the very end more so, but it was like I guess when he like first knocked her out, knocked her down the stairs, I was very shocked because I was like, this little scrawny ass kid just knocked her the fuck out down some stairs. And then she like woke up tied up and I was like, damn, okay, I guess he is like actually psycho. Never underestimate a haymaker, bro. True. I think she, I think he actually hit her with the back of the gun, the pistol. Did he? Oh, really? I thought he just open hand slapped her down the fucking stairs. I thought so too, but just like when I actually kind of like w- looked at it, it it looked like he, because then he had the gun in his hand after as soon as he knocked her down. It would make a lot more sense if he did have the gun, so probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought the same thing though. I thought he just open hand palmed her and knocked her the fuck out, and I was like, Jesus. <laughs> this kid <laughs> needs to be. <laughs> yeah, freaking slap boxing <laughs> champion. So what are we rating this bad boy? Hmm. Bricks. You leave and you die, Bricks. <laughs> <laughs> cheek cheek pencils. Ooh, I like cheek pencils. Cheek Oxys pencil. and weed. <laughs> snow lawnmowers. <laughs> <laughs> snow mowers. Okay. How many snow mowers out of five do you guys give this film? Let's go with Josh first. I would say probably like a 4.5. I really liked it. I thought it was it was pretty original. My only kind of downfall towards it was the fact that like I must have listened to that podcast cuz things kept popping up to where I was like yeah, I've heard this before. Yeah, no. Like <laughs> like I didn't remember it enough to where I was remembering it beforehand, but at the same time it like as it was happening, it didn't seem as original cuz I had heard it existed. Um but, I mean, that's not the movie's fault. So, yeah. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Chris, what about you? I'm going to go with a three. Uh, I just... The first half was pretty slow. Then when it... Fi- and it felt like very generic home invasion. Then, like, the plot flipped. And it definitely started getting better. But I just really didn't like two out of the three main character like actors in this film. I don't know if it was the way their character is written or their actual acting or a combination of both, but I just, they were not doing it for me. Thankfully the leading kid is actually pretty good. So, and he was like, you said, well-written. So that like kind of carried the film and that's why I'm giving it a three, but I would agree that it definitely has like an original plot. And that one kill with the paint can is awesome. (laughs) <laughs> like Hell straight yeah. up it's awesome so like worth watching for sure didn't love it but like if you like horror it's a fun watch i think i'm gonna go with a four because i also really enjoyed it but it wasn't like knock your socks off great so like it, it the acting was okay it wasn't terrible it wasn't great it definitely had a little bit of a budget. Like the, it wasn't shaky cam. One guy with a camcorder figuring it out using his iPhone. Like it wasn't anything like that. But at the same time, it left me wanting a bigger. Like with the number of twists that were in it, the end twist could have been a lot stronger. Where he like gets caught. Other than oh, she survived and that was that. Like the lawnmower catching him, that would have been cool. Or just the fact that he, like, if they'd have caught him on the roof, that would have been cool. But instead they went with, oh, she's fine. It's it's cool. She's fine. So, I don't know. The ending could have been stronger. The third act overall was a little slow. So, it could have been a better movie. But I feel like this one gets the Ambrose seal of mediocrity. The, it's, the it's McKinley. Way up. <laughs> the McKinley. <laughs> Give him the old McKinley. 
Let's rattle them, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there you have it, folks. Better watch out. It's not bad. <laughs> not bad. Not at all. I would not, un- like, if someone goes, I'm going to watch Better Watch Out tonight, I would say, you're in for a ride. Like, I wouldn't tell them that it was bad at all. Yeah, if you don't know anything about this movie, it's it's it's, it's definitely fun to watch. I don't think I don't think that it, you could probably get like repeat viewings out of this or anything, because it's like kind of a one and done situation. I could have used more Christmas. That I agree with that a hundred percent. It could have been cool if there was more Christmas themed stuff. A pencil should have been a sharpened candy cane. <laughs> I do think, though, that then, like, had they leaned into the Christmas thing, it would have been really hard. Like, you could only suspend your disbelief of him not getting caught so much. If there's, like, all these signature fucking, like, Christmas-themed <laughs> kills, it's like, no, this wasn't a rampage killer. This is, like, an insane person who is hunting these people. Every time yeah, he kills it. someone, he goes, punish! <laughs> <laughs> give us a home invasion but the the bad guy is San, dressed like Santa Claus, like a psychopath dressed like Santa Claus, doing this. What this movie starts as, where you think it's going to be like, oh, oh my God, like we're being hunted in our own home. I really want to see the freaking uh, bloody or Christmas bloody Christmas on Shutter. Yeah, yeah. I need to see that movie, and I just, I mean, I just saw the um, Violent Night. Yeah, I saw that too. That's and great. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I kind of was like, it, like the gore in that movie was honestly ridiculous. So I was kind of, I was kind of happy that this one was like a little more toned down. I was like, I don't Did need, you... I don't need to see as much gore as I saw in that movie. <laughs> At the beginning of that in the theaters, I was like, is this rated PG thirteen? And then immediately, like, not soon after, I was like, oh no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that yet, Miles? No, I I almost watched it the other day, and I had other stuff going on, but it's, it's uh, on my you agenda. Would, you would freaking it's everything love it. you want it to be, and yeah, more. yeah, you're gonna freaking <laughs> love it. Like I, I was Die Hard Santa, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie needs more Christmas. I would, I think, if it had more Christmas, I think I probably would bump it to a four. They did yeah. sit around the the Santa Claus, the light up Santa Claus randomly, which was inexplicable for no reason. She just didn't question it. So like <laughs> they tried to put a little bit more Christmas in it. Like you could tell that was in post. They were like, we just need to reshoot a few scenes. Yeah, I wish. You- I think maybe it would have been a cool twist if the parents came home and they had been like in on it. Like at first they seemed shocked, but then it was the twist that like they were. They were raising a little sociopath because they were fucking serial killers or something. Another I, better twist for an ending. Yeah, for sure. I could have loved it if like he was more tied to Christmas. Maybe not killing people with like Christmas ornaments and stuff, but like <laughs> tied the fact that like his Christmas wish was to be with Ashley and like kept like referencing like the magic of Christmas and shit, but was just batshit. <laughs> it was like Since he's twelve, you could have done this is the year he was told Santa's not real. That snaps him emotionally, and he goes on a killing spree. It was another missed opportunity to make a Home Alone horror movie, though. If it was a home invasion movie, and he legitimately did all the things they do in Home Alone and not made it funny, this would have been amazing. Dude. Isn't there a movie like that, though? I don't know. But it's not It's not set up like it's Home Alone. Like, there's a tr- like, isn't there a movie where people break into someone's house and it turns out that person is a serial killer? The Collector or... Yeah, I was just thinking that, yeah. The, the other one is Don't Breathe. The hor- the semen inseminator through the turkey baster. <laughs> turkey baster. We <laughs> should do... I want to do that movie sometime soon. I want to do The Collector, too. Just because Should have done it for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with both of those things. <laughs> Save don't breathe for next things, kid. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Oh, God. Just for two seconds of that movie. That's the whole reason. Yeah, uh, I, I am happy I saw this movie, though. I know I didn't give it like a glowing review, but I am happy I watched it because it's a film I had literally never heard of and probably would never have watched. And... It was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. 
Agreed. Yeah. Which is not what we're going to say about the next movie, but that's okay. We'll save that one for the Christmas special. Yeah, we got a little treat for you, folks. Bring out the turkey <laughs> baster. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, let us know what you thought of this movie. You can reach out to the show on all social media uh, platforms at H on H pod. You can get some of our sweet merch. Maybe maybe you want to get one of your friends that listens to the show a, a nice t-shirt of his favorite podcast. You can do so by going to our Threadless store, which is hnhpod.threadless.com. But, uh, yeah, hit us up on the Soch. Soch up. swag. And uh, we hope you're doing holiday stuff because it's, uh, it's happy holidays and all that jazz. <laughs> yeah. And my Christmas wish is to be with Ashley, and I'm ready to kill every man, woman, and child that gets between me and that dream. Christmas magic. <laughs> anyway, so life is tough. <laughs> so why not get ho, ho, high on horror?